constant failures Andy and the Kingfish have had in their business deals have suddenly brought Andy to the realization that his security for the future is not very bright. The Kingfish is agreeing with this thought as the two of them sit in Andy's office. What has I got to look forward to in my life from now on? Uh, well, take your life up to now. You can look in either direction, you won't see much. <laughs> yeah, but I is worried. My life has been a failure. And as I gets older, I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, I agree with you, yeah. What you need is security. Yeah, that's even better than work, isn't it? Uh, didn't you have an insurance policy once that you paid so much on once a year? Yeah, but the day I took it out, I couldn't pay the premium. And then the next year, it lapsed up on me, and it's been relapsing on me every year since then. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wouldn't count too much on that, uh... Yeah, well, I was worried, though, Kingfish. The future. You know, I'm going to give this some thought. Uh, where are you going? I'm going in the back room and really think this thing out. This is serious, and I'm going to do some serious thinking. And by the way, don't wake me up, neither. I'll see you later, Kingfish. Uh, uh, boy's right. You hmm. ain't got half the future that I got. And I ain't got nothing. <laughs> Let me get my feet up on the desk here. Close my eyes and do some thinking myself. Uh, yes, ma'am, uh, something you want? Excuse me, but I wonder if you could tell me where the Harlem orphanage is. I had the address, but I lost it. But it's somewhere here in this neighborhood. Uh, the Harlem orphanage. Uh, let me see. Uh, where is that now? Uh, sit down, madam. Uh, uh, look in the phone book here for you. Let me get to the H's here. I know that Harlem, that orphanage might throw me, though. Let me see. Uh, oh, that's the orphanage where they got the papers, isn't it? Yes, I'm going to talk to them about adopting a boy. You see, all my life I've wanted a son. Yeah, well, that's uh, sure a nice thing to have, all right. Yeah, you see, a few years after I was married, my, my husband passed away. Mm -hmm. Ever since then, I've been sort of a lonely woman. Mm -hmm. If we'd have had a son, he'd be close to 40 now. Be old enough to take care of my big house and all the money, and most important, to bring some happiness into the life of his mother. Uh, wait a minute. You say you got a big house and a lot of money and stuff like that? <laughs> well, yes, I have. Uh, madam, something just done clicked me in the mind here. <laughs> you know, the ideas come in my head, yeah, get in my head, go right up to my brain. I, 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 I think you've got a good idea. But I think you're going to the wrong place. Oh, do you think I ought to go to some other orphanage? Oh, no, no, not for a 40-year-old son. Oh, they don't keep him at the orphanage that long, no. <laughs> no, I mean that you ought to adopt a son as old as your son would be now. See what I mean? Oh, I see. Well, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, and it just so happens that I got just a son for you to adopt. Uh, 40 years old, a perfect type for looking after your big house and all your money and... The more responsibility he gets, why, the less he worries. And he look after you, he's sweet, affectionate, and you can look at him and tell that if he had a mama, he'd love her. Oh, it would be a great comfort to me just to hear the patter of little feet around the house. <laughs> well, the only thing is, though, madam, uh, little feet don't come on the 40-year-old model, you see. Cool, there's one good thing about having a son with a size feet this fellow's got, because when he patters, he really gonna make some noise around there. Adopting a son the same age as mine would have been. Mm -hmm. 
You know, that's not a bad idea. When can I meet this fella? Well, I'll go wake him up. I mean, I, I'll go see him now and put the proposition up to him. Uh, tell him about taking care of your house and your money and all that stuff. Well, here's my card with my name and address and phone number. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, you think he'll like the idea? Leave it to me. I'll deliver the new arrival right to your door. Oh, this sounds wonderful. You know, madam, I've done a lot of things in my life, but this is the first time I've never been a stork. <laughs> But, Kingfish, I tell you, you was out of your head. As old as I is, I don't need no mama. What you talking about, me getting adopted? Yeah, but this woman is serious, Andy, and you needs a mama. Uh-huh. After all, who loves a fellow when he's rich or poor? His mama. Who comforts him when things go bad? His mama. And in this fast-moving world today, who wants him, even when he's all tired and broke down? You mean his draft board? <laughs> Look here, Andy, I ain't fooling about this thing. Now, look here. Look at it this way. When you gets up in the morning hungry for breakfast, don't you ever get the longing for a mess of corn fritters the way only your mama can make them? Mm, yeah, I sure is crazy about corn fritters. Then why don't you let yourself get adopted? Uh, Kingfish, ain't that uh, going the long way around for corn fritters? <laughs> Brother Andy, look here. I'm going to stop beating around the bush here and come right out with it. Now, look here. Open your ears up and listen. Yeah, I'm listening. Now, when you left me in the front office, an old lady by the name of Mrs. Bodella Foster dropped in the office to ask how to find a place here in town. Mm-hmm. Now, she told me that she wanted to adopt a son. Mm-hmm. Now, you see, if she had had a son before her husband died, the son would have been exactly your age. Well, Kingfish, I done told you before, I ain't being adopted by nobody. But the woman is lonesome and she needs a son. Oh, don't make me laugh. I ain't getting myself a new mama and that ends it. Yeah, but you got a big house and a lot of money. <laughs> it's a deal. <laughs> uh, now, Brother Andy, now that, that sounds great. Now, look here, I know you'd feel sorry for this poor old lady. Mm-hmm. Now, the next thing we got to do is to make the thing legal so there won't be no slip-up when we start splitting the allowance that she's going to give you. Yeah, well, how are we going to make it legal? Uh, uh, let's go over and see Gabby Gibson. Get him to draw up the regular adoption papers with no loopholes in it so your new mama can't wiggle out of the deal later on. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, right. Now, put on your hat and shoes. We're off. Yeah, you know, Kingfish, I was just thinking, shows seem funny being somebody's son at my age. Mm-hmm. I can see the announcement now. Yeah. Mrs. Bodella Foster wishes to announce the arrival of her son, Andrew... 220 pounds, one ounce. Yeah, well, Gabby, uh, you understand now what we want, don't you? Papers draw it up showing that Mrs. Bedella Foster is legally adopting Andrew Hogg Brown as her only son and heir. All right, boys, I'll draw up the papers, draw them up, but i tell you one thing. Getting an old lady to adopt you just so you can spend the money, spend the money is more than just an adoption. Much more. Yes, indeed, it's grand larceny. Grand larceny? How you figure that? Well, getting adopted just for the old lady's money is larceny, and you certainly going to have a grand time with that money. That's grand larceny if I ever had it. <laughs> Yeah, well, now, listen, yeah, uh, we don't want no legal opinion from you. All we want is them adoption papers by tomorrow morning. Now, I've done already phoned Mrs. Foster, and I've introduced Andy to her in an hour. Yeah, and if she likes me, we want to get her tied up legal at our next meeting tomorrow. All right, I'll drop the papers. Yes, indeed, I'll draw them up. Now, the first thing, got to get all the facts, all the facts. Now, let me see your birth certificate. Let me see it. Oh, yeah, sure, it's your birth certificate. Birth certificate? 
Oh, listen, I done lost that a long time ago. Lost it? Oh, that's bad, awful bad. Without the birth certificate, how's we gonna prove that you was born? Well, look, Gabby, I must have been born I as year, ain't I? Oh, yes, you was here all right. Yes, indeed, you was here. But that is purely circumstantial evidence. <laughs> uh, now, now, look, Gabby, all we want you to do is to get the regular adoption form and fill it out in the right places. Boys, I got the regular adoption form filled out. I had for you this afternoon. Oh, great. Yeah, great. oh, Gabby, this is a wonderful thing, Andy, getting adopted. So little Andy Brown, little baby Brown is being adopted. Come here a minute, will you, Andy? Come here just a minute. I crazy about new babies. Yeah, well, what you want? Baby Brown, hold up your chin, will you? There it is. Scooch, 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 Lander Moose Forther is coming here to meet you now, and the one thing you must remember, and that is to be bashful. Yeah, And yeah. be shy, too. Yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, now, this is going to be a great thing for you, Andy. Oh, sure. I can almost taste them corn fritters now. Uh, wait a minute, Andy. There's more to having a mama than just plain corn fritters, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot all about the maple syrup and the butter. <laughs> no, 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 that ain't what I mean. What I was getting at is this. Mrs. Foster ain't never had a son before. You know, she's going to want to mother you. She's going to want to treat you like a brand new son. Well, I ain't got to sit in her lap and drink milk out of a bottle with one of them rubber stoppers on it, is I? No, no, and uh, you see, wait, wait a minute. Here she come now. Oh, yeah. uh, come in, Miss Foster. Come right in. I uh, uh, got your new son right here for you to meet. Yeah, so here he is. This is Andy. Well, well. So this is Andy. Hello, Mama. <laughs> well... There he is, Miss Foster, healthy-looking, strong. I guarantee you that he ain't one of them big fronts where he looks good now and then he gonna fold up on you a year from now, you know. Or this boy really gonna give you service. Yes. He certainly is big and healthy-looking. Oh, yes, ma'am. Fine specimen of sonhood. Oh, and open your mouth and show your teeth. See there? Ain't a filling in there. Look in there, will you? Listen, Kingfish, you was talking about me like I was a horse. Oh, no, Henry, this is just that Mrs. Foster ain't never had a son, and now that she's getting one, why, we want her to be sure that she's getting a good one. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, I didn't look at it that way. Well, Andy, I'm certainly satisfied with you physically. Now, tell me about your habits. Uh, my habits? Uh, yeah, well, uh, my, uh... uh Mrs. Foster, uh, the boy ain't got no habits. No, not a single habit, no. Uh, he's one of the cleanest examples of manhood in all Harlem. He don't stay up late. He don't go out with gals. He don't shoot pool. Uh, he even resists the great temptation of smoking. Yeah. He don't smoke. Well, if he... Why does he have that cigar in his mouth? Uh, cigar? Oh, uh, I didn't see that. Uh, well, now, uh, you notice it ain't lit, don't you? Yes. Well, there he is. Now, what he do is put temptation right under his nose, and then he got the courage to ignore it. That's what oh. he do. Yeah, and I was out of matches besides. <laughs> well, now, what do you say, Miss Foster? Uh, what do you think of the boy here, there? I think he's the one. In fact, I know he is. Oh, fine. Now, as uh, soon as you sign the adoption papers tomorrow morning that our lawyers join up, the whole thing will be legal. Well, Andy, you certainly have been quiet. Ain't you got something to say to your new mama? Yes, Andy. Say something to your new mother. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> How about a corn for that? (laughs) 
it looks like Andy will have to change his ways if he expects to get along with his new mama. We'll hear more about his adoption in just a moment. Meanwhile, friends, you know how it is with big families. There's something going on every minute. First, it's... Marion, watch Betty, dear. She's getting oatmeal all over the front of her dress. And maybe a little later... Johnny, were you playing in the coal bin again? Yes, something's always going on. And that something has a way of adding to the family wash. I'll say. It's a good thing for me I know about Rinso. You can bet it saves me plenty of elbow grease. Sure. Rinso's soapy-rich suds make wash day lots easier. As little as a ten-minute soaking, a few quick finger rubs on stubborn places, and clothes are ready to rinse. You see, those peppy Rinso suds get out more dirt. So without hard rubbing or scrubbing, every piece in your wash comes Rinso white and Rinso bright. The boys' overalls and the girls' colored school clothes come fresh and bright as can be. Yes, Rinso's safe for washable colors. And you should see my white wash. Pillow slips, sheets, shirts, everything comes... I know. <laughs> That's it. Rinso white. Ladies, why don't you get Rinso tomorrow? And now, back to Amos and Andy. Well, it's the morning of the following day, the morning that the Kingfish and Andy are to bring to Mrs. Foster the adoption papers which will legally make Andy her son. At the moment, we find the Kingfish telling Amos and Andy about it. Well, y'all has done done a lot of things together, but this is certainly different from anything you've done done before. Well, this is security for the future. I is all set. Now, and about these adoption papers I has done got from Gabby, it seems that he couldn't get no regular adoption papers. All he could find was automobile bill of sale. <laughs> An automobile bill of sale? Yeah, well, how can you use that for adoption papers? Yeah. Well, me and Gabby done changed the word around so the thing really looked legal. Now, I'll read it to you, and you see for yourself, if you hadn't told, if I hadn't told you that this was automobile bill of sale, you would think it was regular adoption paper. Yeah, well, go ahead and read it. Yeah, I want to hear this myself. Well, to see here, this is to certify that Mrs. Bedella Foster has this day purchased and adopted the vehicle known as the Deluxe 1905 Andrew Hogg Brown. Let's see here, body type normal. Furthermore, it is warranted that said Andrew Hogg Brown is mechanically perfect. And all parts is guaranteed for 60 days. The dealer, George Kingfish Stevens, agrees to repair any part that breaks down except what is the result of ordinary wear and tear. Now, there you go. Uh, well, now, Andy, uh, here it is, and here's the place where she signed, and here's the place where you signed. Yeah, well, wait a minute, Kingfish. According to this, I am supposed to be automobile. You ain't ever heard no Buick sign his own bill of sale, are you? Well, fellas, this is really something. Here's Andy getting herself adopted by a rich old lady. You know, I never thought it would come to that. Well, I'll see you fellas later. Well, you better be good to me, Amos, or I won't let you come over and play with me. Uh, well, good luck to you, fellas. So long. Yeah, don't pay no attention to Amos, Andy. Yeah, we're going to make that old lady very happy. I'm going to call her up now and tell her that we are coming over with adoption papers. Uh, hand me the phone, dear. Yeah, here you is. Yeah, you see, Andy, as soon as we get her to sign adoption papers, we can ask her for your first week's allowance, and then after that, we get that, you see. Then yeah. we sit down with the money, then we start... Sp wait, uh, hold it. Uh, hello? Uh, hello, Miss Foster? Uh, this is Mr. Stevens. Uh, how is the little mother today? Oh, well, that's fine, because we got the adoption papers all drawn up to bring over, and, uh, uh, how was that? Hmm. Mm, uh. Oh. Oh. 
Uh, hold the phone a second, uh, Andrew. Uh, what's the matter, Kingfish? Is you got any kin folks here in town? No, I ain't got no kin folks up here. Why? Uh, Miss Forza wants to be sure that uh, if she adopts you, nobody gonna be able to take you away. So she wants some relation of yours to authorize your adoption in person. She said if we don't do that, the deal is off. But I ain't got no relations to authorize nothing. Yeah, huh? No. Uh, uh, hello, Miss Forza. Uh, this is Mr. Stevens, the stalk again. Uh, it just so happens that Anders got a relation in town, a uh, uncle. But I ain't got no uncle. Uh, yes, Miss Forza. Uh, we'll bring him right over to authorize adoption. Yes, ma'am. All right. Goodbye. Listen, Kingfish, I just got through telling you I ain't got no kin folks. How can you tell her that we is bringing over my uncle? Because I is going to find somebody that is willing to be your uncle, and I got just a fellow in mind. Come on. Now, before I knocks on Mrs. Forster's door here, uh, let's go over it once more. You are supposed to be Anders' uncle, and you is authorizing adoption. Yeah, you sure you got that straight? Yeah, I, I know just what to do. Yeah. I, I was Andy's uncle, Shorty, and, and I was okay in the adoption. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it, Shorty. Uh, now, you ain't nervous, is you? Me nervous? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm as calm as... Uh, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just as cool as a cute... As a cute uh, my, my man's just as steady as... as uh, I, I, ain't the, I, I ain't the least, but I'm... Uh, what's my name again? <laughs> Now, now, look here, Shorty. Get a hold of yourself now. I'm knocking on the door right now. Now, look here. Now, before Miss Foster opened the door, Shorty, there's one more thing I just thought of. Mm. To make a good imprint on her, uh, don't tell her that you was a barber. Mm. Tell her that you was a big businessman. Now, hold it, hold it, Kingfish. I hear her coming. Well, uh, hello, Mr. Stevens. Andy, <laughs> come right in. Oh, yeah, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, Miss Foster, this is a relative of Andy's here, Shorty Brown, uh, He's here to authorize adoption like you wanted. Oh, that's fine. Well, Mr. Brown, before we go ahead, would you mind telling me just what your relationship to Andy is? Uh, b- uh, b- uh, my, my, my relationship to Andy? <laughs> well, you, you, you see, Andy's, Andy's sister was my wife's uncle. I mean, her, her, her father's mother was my brother's sister. His mother's father was my daughter's... Uh, I give him all his haircuts. Uh, now, now, do, do, don't mind Shorty, Miss Forster. Uh, he is the excitable type. Uh, 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 what he's trying to say is that uh, he is Andy's uncle. Yeah, that's right. His father was my sister. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, ain't that right, Uncle Shorty? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's how it was. E- either that or his father was my sister. But don't you know? Well, you, you understand how it is. When, when you got a nephew that you was fond of, you, you don't go checking up on him. Yeah, and, and the Shorty is certainly fond of Andy. Now, that's why he's so glad Andy's getting such a nice mama. Yeah, Uncle Shorty is certainly is happy about it, all right. Yeah, now, Shorty, uh, let's get on this thing here. Uh, here's the authorization all drawn up. Now, just sign there. And the president is forced here. Here's a pen. Yeah, I can see. Mm-hmm, that's it. There you is. Yeah, well, here's the authorization, Miss Forster. Do that meet with your approval? Oh, yes. Now, Andy's really my son, and I'm his mama. This beautiful big house is now his home. Do you like it, Uncle Shorty? Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't think this house is so beautiful. Uh, Andy ought to have a better place to, to stay. Uh, 
this 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 ain't as pretty as I, I, I thought it was. This this place ain't good enough. It ain't ain't good enough for no. Uh, can I move into? <laughs> Well, Andy, you've been living in this big, beautiful house now for three days, and I figured it was time to drop by and see how you're doing. Uh, is she giving you your allowance yet? Listen, Kingfish, so far, all the money Mama gave me was a nickel yesterday for a popsicle. <laughs> a nickel for a popsicle? Boy, she really treating you like a baby, ain't she? Yeah, and not only that, but tomorrow I'm getting vaccinated for whooping cough. <laughs> uh, what I was interested in is how is this adoption, is, is it going to pay off? I've been spending all my time on this thing with you, and I was broke. Well, so was I. But I don't think it's going to pay off, Kingfish. She got a big house, all right, but she ain't got no help in the house. I begin to think the reason she adopted me was the... Get all the housework done for nothing. I was wore out, you know it. Oh, no servants around, huh? No. She really working it, too, huh? And how? Yeah, that do sound like she broke, all right. But wait a minute, Andy. Look, at no use flying off the handle too quick here. We got too much invested. Maybe she just can't get servants. No, no, I don't think that's it. I'm beginning to think that she ain't got no money. Yeah, that must be it. She certainly don't look like the kind of person who would say that she got money when she ain't, though. And besides that, she's... Andrew? Oh. Oh, Andrew. Mm. You didn't do what Mama told you. It's still on the table. Yes, Mama. Excuse me, Kingfish. I got to go drink my milk. <laughs> uh, coming, Mama. Just been talking to a friend here. Uh, who is that with you? Oh, it's just me, Mrs. Foster. Just talk. Uh, yeah. That's the doorbell, Andrew. Answer it. And if it's anything important, I'll be in the parlor. All right, Mama. I'll open the door. Yeah, I'll go with you. Uh, uh... Uh, what can we do for you, mister? I'm Mr. Barstow from the Harlem Mortgage Company. Would you tell Mrs. Foster I'd like to see her? Oh, uh, the Harlem Mortgage Company, huh? Uh, what do you want to see about, mister? A past due mortgage. Uh, she's expecting me. Yeah, well, uh, in that case, uh, go right in. Uh, she's in the parlor there, sir. Kingfish, did you hear what he say? Harlem Mortgage Company? Yeah, past due mortgage. Andy, you was right. She ain't got no money or she wouldn't have a past-due mortgage on this house. Yeah. Adopting you was just a trick to get you to support her for the rest of her life and pay off the mortgage. Yeah, come on, Kingfish. I'm leaving Mama a note saying that her son, Andrew H. Brown, is going back to being an orphan. now since you walked out on your adopted mother, and you certainly ain't come around here to bother you, none. Oh, no. She knowed that we was wise to her, all right. Yeah, we're back where we was, too. Broke. Sure is. Yeah, but that's better than having to pay for that past due mortgage of hers with the Harlem Mortgage Company. Yeah, the nerve of that old lady, thinking she was going to rope me in. I... Wait a minute. Here come Lightning. What you want, Lightning? Uh, Mr. Amos just asked me to show you this thing in the day's newspaper. Uh, he'll be here in a second. Oh, yeah. Uh, what is it, Kingfish? Well, listen to this. Mrs. Bordella Foster, prominent Harlan widow, adopted James Fulton yesterday as her son. Mrs. Foster said that she had originally tried out another man as her son, but he failed to work out. However, James Fulton proved to be just the sort of son she was looking for. And after adopting him yesterday, gave him an adoption present of $20,000. But, well, that is crazy. How could she do that? 
She can't even pay off the past due mortgage on her house. Oh, wait a minute. Then they say here, Mrs. Foster is the widow of the former president of the Harlem Mortgage Company in which she still holds the controlling interest. Oh, me, that past... How do you like that? That past due mortgage. It wasn't on her house. She held it on somebody else's house. Brother Ender, we has just done lost $20,000. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, fellas, did you read it in the newspaper? Yeah, Amos, it done made me sick. I can hardly believe it, Amos. There was a rich woman who wanted to adopt the boy, and I didn't go through with it. You know, Ender had success, future, security, everything, right in the palm of his hand there, and we muffed it. There was a rich woman that wanted a boy. Oh, me. If ever I get a hold of somebody else that wants a boy, I'm really going to stick with it and never walk out on it. Do you really mean that, Andy? Oh, I give you my word on it. Well, now, if you mean that, I happen to know somebody right now that wants a boy very badly. Oh, no fooling, sure enough. Will you go through with it this time, Andy? I promise you, Amos, I will. Shake hands. Great. It's a deal. Come on, let's go. Right. Who is it? It's the grocery store down the street that's got a sign out saying, Boy Wanted. Amos and Andy will be back in just a moment. Ladies, your stickiest, greasiest skillets, your stubbornest pots and pans get shiny bright in half the usual time if you'd first give them a short soak in Rinso's Soapy Rich Suds. Use Rinso for all your soap and water jobs. And, of course, for clothes washing. You'll whistle while you wash. Rinso, white, happy little wash day song. Rinso, white, birdies sing it all day long. Your clothes is so white and the color so bright. You'll sing as you work along. Rinso, white. Happy little wise day. Happy Be sure to be with us again next Friday evening at this same time when the makers of Rinso will again present the Amos and Andy Show. This program is broadcast to our armed forces everywhere. This is Harlow Wilcox saying goodnight to all of you from all of us and reminding you that 10,000 registered nurses are urgently needed by the United States Army. From every theater of the war, wounded are being sent home to Army hospitals in the United States. These men need the best of care. So if you're a registered nurse, this is your opportunity to serve with the United States Army. On acceptance by the Army Nurse Corps, you'll become a second lieutenant with full privileges, benefits, and pay, including an an allowance for $250 for uniforms. If you're a registered nurse, write immediately to the Surgeon General, U.S. Army, Washington 25, D.C., or call at your local Red Cross chapter tomorrow. Say, try Life Boy in your next tub or shower. You'll go for that swell Life Boy lather. It's mild, efficient, and refreshing. But Life Boy's more than a great bath soap. It's the soap that's made especially to give all over lasting protection against VO. Don't take chances. Use Life Boy. It's the only soap that's especially made to stop. Beep. 